It's time to open up the hollowed halls of leadership. It's time to figure out what the secrets are to being a successful leader and running a successful organization. It's time for VoltCast Illuminating Leadership. Your host is Jeff Smith, an executive coach and business leader who has over two decades of forward-thinking executive leadership as a human resources and operations professional. Now, Jeff and his guest experts are ready to share their tips and studies with you. Now, here is Jeff Smith. Welcome to Bullcast. This is Jeff Smith. I am happy to be back here today with Lee Hubert. Lee, how are you today? Back here. We're happy to have you back. I am, uh, I, you know, been a little bit of here, there, and everywhere. We've been to the... Uh, I should say so. Yeah, Norway, Sweden, uh, Denmark, and uh, Amsterdam slash Netherlands. So we had a heck of a time. Wow. Yeah, so Lee has been very gracious to host the past few weeks. So Lee, thanks for uh, taking care of My the pleasure. show. My pleasure. We had a guest. Yeah, it was awesome. So thanks for joining us. Today's topic is going to be uh, retention and recognition, or as Lee and I like to say, 50 ways to reward your employees. <laughs> there must be 50 ways to reward your employees. There you go. Um, and so um, the topic has really started to come up a lot. Um, you know, the comedy kind of has not taken off, but it's kind of humming along. It's and better. It's improved. Yeah. And and we've got folks like boomers that are, that are leaving the workforce, and folks are starting to move around a little bit. And we're seeing a lot more phone calls saying, hey, you know, could you come in and help us a little bit with some retention? We're, mm-hmm. we're struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. We want to keep our top talent here. And so we thought it was really timely. We've touched a little bit on this topic in the past, but we really want to concentrate on that today. Mm-hmm. So Lee's going to be with me here the whole time today. And so we'll be going through sort of case studies, ideas, et cetera, on mm-hmm. retention. Um, you know, during the week, if you want to reach out to us, um, we can be reached at uh, voltageleadership.com. It's probably the easiest place. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to check out our blog or past radio shows, go to voltageleadership.com, and that's where to find us. Mm-hmm. If you want to uh, reach out to me on email, it's Jeff at Voltage Leadership, or it's Lee at voltageleadership.com, and you'll be able to connect with us, and we'll get back to you and, and uh, get back with anything that we help you with. Just want to mention, yeah, um, I'm about three quarters of the way through from aha to all in. Ah. And for, yeah, there you go. Ah, yeah, yeah, sure, sweetie. Yeah, so for you folks that haven't done that yet, if you go to the website, you'll see the link to the book that's co-authored by our CEO, Jeff Smith. Trust me, it's good reading and it's an inspirational story, the story of interactive achievement. And John Hegmeyer shares a lot of insights there as well. So you know, I just want to give my plug for that. So if you haven't done so now, I highly encourage you to do so. Well, and we just, you know, had John on the show, so it's going to be fantastic that you plug him. He'll be excited to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Consider so, yourself plugged. Yeah, so John uh, John and I just had a conversation, and, you know, I, he's always, as you know, full of energy and tips mm-hmm. and all that. So this is a nice sort of follow-up to that because this is, you know, he's really known for great culture, relationships, mm-hmm. um, and, and being able to do that. We want to follow that up with, okay, so practically, how do we go about doing that? How do we reward, how do we recognize our employees? So mm-hmm. um, let's see, you know, I think that's probably good enough ways to get in touch with us. Why don't we uh, start to dig in? Sounds good to me. All right. So Lee, you know, outside of, uh, you know, I, I know that um, in the workplace, we get this this stat pretty regularly, you know, somewhere between 67 to 75%, just depending on the which which mm. survey you're looking at, mm. are saying that they're disengaged in the workplace. Right. Usually they cite the Gallup survey. Yeah, Gallup, generally speaking. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, if you think about that, that's two-thirds to three-fourths of your workforce is sort of actively disengaged. Hello. Right? A- actively disengaged is not a good thing. And on today's uh, Voltcast, we really want to uh, drill on some of that. I asked the rhetorical question, you know, what comes first, the 
engagement or retention strategy or recognition because mm. these things don't function in isolation and to your point there's a lot of people who, who've been out there who kind of have this idea in their head that I'll just wait for the economy to rebound and you watch me make my tracks out of here <laughs> exactly well and you know uh, we'll start from here because it's one of the questions I had um, you know it's a you got a minute, you know, and they come in and they say, oh, here comes Lee. He's coming. He's coming. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thank you, Lee. Well done. Uh, yeah. Lee, you said, want to meet with me for a minute. And the, the conversation is kind of goes like this. Like it, it goes, uh, you can tell we didn't script this part. Uh, but here, here's what happens is that, you know, let's say that Lee's the manager in this case. So I would have walked in the door. Oh, I love it. And so uh, I come into to Lee and just say, hey, Lee, you know, um, I hate to tell you this, but I, I got this great job offer, and uh, you know, I think uh, I think I'm going to leave. Um, and so, you know, how do you handle it then? You know, do you try to retain? Do you not try to retain? You know, so Lee, let's start with you. What, what's your thinking, and then we'll sort well, of backtrack. To, well, let's go back to management school 101. Remember, we talked about different tools that we employ at Voltage Leadership behind a manager's closed door, taking time to be present, all that sort of thing. Um, if you are just hearing for the first time for one of your stars, one of your star contributors, that this person is both feet out the door, where have you been at? Exactly. Have you been too busy? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. Now, if it's not a star and it's somebody that you maybe thought about, okay, how do we remediate? Similar sort of thing. Where have you been? You should right. know that as well. Yeah. Um, so it just might be serendipitous. I like that word. It could be serendipitous that you're bumping into this, but not if it's a star. Yeah, you know, to me, I, uh, you know, I'll give you my quick take on this is a lot of times people say, come and ask us the question, should we retain them or not? You know, this is the urgent phone call. Hey, call me right now. Can we talk at six o'clock tonight? I got yeah, this yeah. crazy situation. And I will just tell you, you're too late. Right, oh, you know, way too late. If they've gone and they've been, let's say they've been there for a couple plus years, mm-hmm. you know, uh, with you, you know, three, four, five years, and they've gone to all the trouble to uh, get connected on LinkedIn with somebody mm-hmm. to go through the interview process, and now they've come in, you know, the best you're going to do is maybe six months to a year, mm-hmm. you know, and so if you're going to, let's say that they're just that critical and they're working on a project and they're the only person. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, you can pay a retention bonus. You can keep around for six months to 12 months. Right. But I encourage folks to go ahead and start recruiting right now. Assume that that person is going to leave. Because if they've said once that they're going to leave, you know. Don't tempt them. Right. And you are scrod, as they say in Boston. Yeah. You really are scrod at that point. And, yeah. you know, I've had been on the receiving end of that yeah. in my you know, CAHR days. Sure. Somebody would come to the door and say, oh, I'm out of here. And I've got this offer across town or across the country somewhere. And I'm just wondering how much money it would take to keep me. So really, they're negotiating for a raise. Yeah. And they have no intention of leaving. Right. So, okay, I understand. And the sad news is at some places today, you have to be willing to leave in order to try to get what you think right. you're worth. So it cuts both ways. But sure. we're going to share a bunch of ideas today about how to you know, keep connected to people to retain them. And then in the whole recognition discussion as well. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just surprised how often... That knock comes and people are surprised. Uh, we, I was just talking with Jennifer, our, our colleague, mm-hmm. and uh, one of our CEOs, their number two, the CEO, just knocked on the door and told her last week that the number two is leaving and it com- came as a complete surprise. Mm-hmm. And this is a very good leader. I always say, though, we got to really watch complacency. Mm-hmm. You know, there was there was probably some times where we could have done a better job in this scenario of some recognition um, and some uh, shout outs over the last two, three years. And even if it was just a, maybe an artificial title or, or uh, you know, a $1,500 raise here or there, 
it was just those little pieces of attention that were missed over the last couple of years that that allowed the person to even start to look. Let me add on to that thought. Please there, do. There's, there's two really salient points here. Little pieces of information. So, again, think about behind the manager's closed door, which is the thing that I'm, you know, authoring the ebook on that'll be sure. coming out there for you ebook fans. The, uh, you know, one of the things are satisfiers and, uh, you know, dissatisfiers. Um, you really should should be knowing what's what's going on with that. Um, so you think uh, you've got somebody heading out the door? Where, where 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 were you at? There's there's indicators. So just like the, your your dashboard on your car, okay? There's a maintenance schedule, okay? Mm. You know, change your oil every three thousand or you know synthetic oil, whatever, six thousand miles. But don't miss it, otherwise your engine goes bad. These people are coming to you holding the owner's manual out for you to read. And if you're not reading the maintenance schedule, you're making a big mistake. Yeah, so let's, maybe let's dig into this um, strategy here. Is it their employee retention strategy or recognition? You know, what employees want, you know, and Lee and I will just sort of go back and forth today. We'll be kind of all over the board a little bit, um, you know, just sharing best practices and ideas. You know, but if you had to start. That's your jet lag talking about. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> really. <laughs> what time zone am I in? Um, you know, if you were to sort of say, you know, you had a client come to you, which would you think you would propose them to do first? Would you really concentrate on retention strategy? You know, because we certainly get those phone calls saying, mm-hmm. hey, you know, I, I'm thinking of one particular client. They've had a lot of turnover in their IT shop. Mm-hmm. And they ask, could we, could we do a retention strategy? We also get people sort of saying, hey, can you give me some ideas on recognition? So if you were to sort of answer the question for a client, what would you have them concentrate on first? First answer is I'll try to button those two things together and I'll call it re-recruiting. Yeah. First of all, you know, it's just like anything else. A, a, a community wants to court a business. They throw tax breaks at them or whatever. And what about all the existing businesses that are already there? Mm-hmm. So what do I look like? Chop liver, right? So I don't count. Same thing with your stars and your rising stars and people that are getting it done. Right, mm-hmm. so you function in a different space in that leader chair. You're not transactional. You are in a different place, and it's your role, in my estimation, to be cognizant of that. Yeah. So think about our our, our uh, OD practice here. The people that get that, they do wonderfully well. Hagmar, beautiful example. Yeah. But there's others. They either are getting so busy or they're not wired that way, and all that kind of thing. So. You must spend some time with them, and they will spend some time for you. If you cannot find the time, shame on you. You're gonna because we're HR, right? I do the exit interviews. What do we right. hear? And we'll talk about that in a second. Why do people leave? Yeah, you know, I think from my perspective, um, I think recognition is part of the retention strategy, mm-hmm. right? And what's interesting is that don't let something like a retention strategy, the big word, get in the way. Go mm-hmm. recognize right now. I mean, you can go, you know. Yeah, I recognize you. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, um, we were doing it right before the break, and I, I did a little shout-out of it. Like, Lee has really covered uh, me for the last couple of weeks on the radio show. Mm-hmm. And so, Lee, I really appreciate you stepping up. And, Look at that. And, and taking the opportunity to have really great guests on the show. Neither thunderstorms nor <laughs> technical difficulties shall keep us from our pointing starts. Yeah. And, you know, even today, you were, you know, uh, I threw out a topic. You came really well prepared, and it, it's made my life easier. So look at that. I mean, that took 15, 30 seconds. Not long. Not long. And so don't wait for a perfect retention strategy. You can start the recognition right now. Yep. But as you start to think about the retention strategy, you know, we've got about two minutes for a break, so we'll, we'll give you a, a taste of it. Mm-hmm. As you start to think about the retention strategy, you know, I really think you have to understand um, your own culture. It's one of the first things. Mm-hmm. You know, so what is your culture? What are the what are the benefits of your culture? So I would start from a cultural analysis of what's the right things in our culture mm-hmm. and 
when I look at our best people, so back to Lee's point, mm-hmm. I go interview the top talent. Mm-hmm. What do they want in our culture? Mm-hmm. What do they want for retention? Mm-hmm. I don't really care about the person that's a, a you know a so-so employee. I mean, or, you do, but you don't. I yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying. But when I'm really thinking about retention strategies, I want to know what my superstars, mm-hmm. my top-level people, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't mean execs, but top-level performers, what do they need in this place? And so one of the first suggestions I'd have is, don't get overly hung up on word like retention strategy. Mm-hmm. Go have conversations with some superstars. Mm-hmm. And to Lee's earlier point, tell them why they're so successful mm-hmm. and why you're so happy they're there. So you can blend in a little recognition. But just ask them the questions about what do you want? And we're thinking about retention and we want to make sure we have the kind of culture and workplace that you want. That's another form of recognition. Well, that's a great point. That's, yeah. that's awesome. I'll throw out the little initials IR. Again, I know we're getting ready to come up on a break, so maybe we'll cover this uh, more in depth on the other side of the break. But you think about IR means inquisitive. Be inquisitive. That's part of your role sitting in the leader chair. And then once you learn things, share the rationale. Marry up what you learn from being inquisitive to the rationale for doing your business. And that's a beautiful path to walk on because, A, you've paid attention to me, you've been inquisitive, and now you're explaining to me why. Well, we'll come back with the IR because now it's time for a little T.O., a little oh, time oh, out. Oh, you know? All right, <laughs> so, I'm going to head out the door again. So we are uh, heading. <laughs> See you, Lee. We are heading to break. We'll be back in two minutes. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with host Thomas Rosenberg. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as Thomas speaks with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back to Voltcast. So glad you could be with us today. Lee, you know, all I can say is that it's another beautiful day. 
touch fabulous day. Touch warm, but that's uh, that's our mo that we always find beautiful days when we record. It's supposed to be warm. It's summer. It's Virginia. It's beautiful. I love it. So today we are talking about uh, fifty ways to recognize and reward your employees, there or must something be like that. Fifty ways to. Recognize I don't know that we hit all fifty, but I will tell you if um, you know just to, to keep the interaction going with us. You know, we we will throw a lot of ideas at you today. You may not catch them all. Please know that that will be up on the website. Mm-hmm. The the link to the show will be there. Lee's uh, uh, written up a blog to this. Uh, we will have you know all of our show notes and and information. In a few weeks, we'll also have the transcript up. Mm-hmm. So if you don't catch them all, you know we know that you're running or driving the car. Right. You know you're not going to get all that. Please go to the website voltageleadership.com and and you can find more information about the show there. It's pretty bomb. Well yeah. done. Okay, so. Um, Lee, you know, we've been talking about this inquisitive yes. rationale, mm-hmm. you know, as we, as we go and we've asked these good questions. Now we've got some good information. What the heck do we do next? You know? Well, if you just get the information, don't act on it. It's almost worse than asking the question. It is worse. Because yeah. now you know. Yeah. So, you know, back to what you were, to your point, what do employees want, right? Um, depending on what you learned, yep. you know, what is it about? Is it about work-life balance? Um, we say those words. Mm-hmm. Do they mean anything? Depends on where you are. <laughs> um, usually people will want to be empowered. They want meaningful work. They want growth opportunities. They want to be able to flap their professional wings, depending on what stage of the career they're in. They want to feel supported and recognized. Mm-hmm. Some of the other accoutrements are, you know, they're, they're along for the ride. I mean, they, it's, it's, a, it's an expectation you're going to be paid fairly. And that, you know, you're going to have, you know, somewhat of a stable environment, you know, and that you're going to be treated with respect. So, And if you're not in an organization that those things are present, then you're not probably long for that organization. But to your point, you know, okay, now I, now I know, is it important for my person, for their mojo, for their psyche, for their professional development, and hence their engagement, and for our connection, do they want to finish an advanced degree? Do they want to finish a certification? Or are they just certifiable now, as many of our employees are? Because <laughs> you know a lot of organizations have funds to help them do that. Right. Well, I think the, uh, one of the first things that I get asked a lot about this is, like, Jeff, we don't have a lot of money. You mm-hmm. know, can we do a retention strategy? And mm-hmm. the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the power of just the conversation that Lee's talking about, mm-hmm. the fact that you brought me in and asked some questions, mm-hmm. and then if I see that you took one of my suggestions, so, mm-hmm. you know, I encourage people to, Go do something small. Just get it started. Mm-hmm. Even if it's like a book club. Just get it started. Yeah, let's get yeah. started. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's summertime. We All are right. rocking it here. All um, right. Even if it's just book club and you buy eight people and they have to buy their own book and buy lunch, it's right. okay. Right. right. So if you don't have the money for that, if right. you can pick up a lunch, even better. Mm-hmm. If you can buy their books, even better. But just saying – Hey, I'm really curious about learning, mm-hmm. and we're going to take one of these books, you know, maybe Aha It All In sounds like a good one to do a book club. Perfect. <laughs> sounds great to me. It's an aha moment there. And and being able to go have that conversation, that's a form of recognition and retention. Mm-hmm. So don't overdo this, but it isn't just about money, right? Mm-hmm. So money is important. We'll come back to money in a little bit. But mm-hmm. what I really want you to hear is often, that's not what most people will say. When they come and they talk to you originally, they're going to say, Hey, I hear someone down the street's making $4,000 more, $3,000 more. Mm-hmm. When they come and really talk to us, though, mm-hmm. what they're really saying is, I never get any recognition. I work these extra hours. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can't tell you the last time anyone asked me about my development. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you the last time anyone showed interest in my development. Mm-hmm. And so the reason they say money is because that's easy. And I don't have to give my boss the, the real truth. And so when someone comes and says money, I just want people to get more curious and say, mm-hmm. okay, 
we may or may not be able to deal with the money. But mm-hmm. let's talk about what is it that really you want this culture to be, mm-hmm. what you want your development to look like, mm-hmm. and how do I help? Excellent. Well, yeah. be, be inquisitive. Yeah, inquisitive you're, right you're, now. You're, you're making me think of an instance where, as you know, we help onboard people all over the country in the laboratory world and elsewhere. Yeah. And I'm thinking of, of an instance where one, I think this is out west someplace, I can't remember the exact location, but we had a, a particular person who was onboarded in the first 100 days. Do you know how many one-on-one meetings they had with their new boss? Uh, I would say between zero and one. Uh, zero is a good number. <laughs> so let me tell you, I mean, these are bright, hardworking companies competent people and they want to do a good job. And let's be clear, they probably, the hiring company probably spent somewhere in the forty to $80,000 to, to hire the person uh, plus moving expenses. All and, that stuff. Right. So, and, you know, there's sometimes the rationale escapes me as to why you would have that kind of investment for a really important role. And a lot of times they're hard to find. These people don't grow on trees. They're technical people, that kind of thing, operational people, and then disappear off the radar screen. Yeah. It's just counterintuitive to me. It's like, hey, I'm glad you joined the company now. I'm going to, you know, I got a media. I go, I'll see ya. I don't know what's up with Lee and leaving today. I don't know what I said. I okay. showered and okay, everything. Okay, I'm back. Yeah, I think it's his jet lag that's going on. But that's the point. It's like you cannot disappear off the radar screen. Yeah. yeah another uh, point we had is something that we call the uh, the iceberg of ignorance. Okay, iceberg of ignorance. Sim- Tell me about this. Yeah, it's similar back to... Back in Norway or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So... It's similar to what we talk about the water line, but you sure. know, it's this is the iceberg that you avo- you avoid. It's going to put water in your boat under the water line. Okay. You know, are most of the problems known only to the staff? Mm. Let that sink in for a second. Yeah. So in this graph I'm looking at, it actually has its genesis by uh, Shakira uh, Yoshima from TQM in Japan. Um, you know, if it, from 75 to to 100 percent of the problems are only known to the frontline team leaders and the staff, you are heading for an iceberg. Mm-hmm. The very top of the iceberg that's visible over the water is only four percent were known to the execs. So, is your to your point, is your culture not getting it? Is it are you training people to be on top of the iceberg of ignorance? Yeah, so let's get practical on that. It's part of the reason that, that, quite honestly, Lee and I and Jennifer and Marissa and others have a job is often people don't completely feel safe going to the executives mm-hmm. and, and being able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't look at it as a, a defeat when you have to bring someone from the outside. And that can be outside of your department. It can be human resources. It can be a facilitator from another part of the business. Mm-hmm. It can be someone like us to come in. But don't let ignorance be the the, the, the the reason you don't do something the right thing, the iceberg of ignorance, right? So don't let your pride get in the way. Mm-hmm. Go find a facilitator and say, you know, something just doesn't quite feel right. Can you mm-hmm. go talk to some of my folks and get real specific? Mm-hmm. One thing I encourage, though, is also make sure that facilitator is asking what's going right, too. Mm-hmm. Often it just comes back with all the problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you want to know what you're doing right, so yeah. you keep doing that. Yeah, exactly. You know, sometimes I see people, they go and fix, like, three problems, and they throw out the good stuff. Hello. So don't forget to ask the good stuff. Yes. Let me build on that. This comes from our uh, Motivate and Engaged employees. Mm-hmm. And so Lee's touched on it. Early on, just make sure people have the tools, the goals, and expectations. Mm-hmm. So for, for the leaders... What are the tools that I need to do my job? Give me some clear, specific, measurable goals. Mm-hmm. What, are the, what are the expectations I need to do, do in this role? What are the consequences if I don't do it well? So when I'm new to role or newly promoted or new to the organization, I just need that early. Right. You know, so when That's Lee not t- asking too much. Yeah. And so when really Lee talks not. about these people that come in and they don't meet for the first 100 days but zero one time with yeah. the new boss, I'm always like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Next, 
this is where I think people get a little nervous as a leader. The next one is, how do you help? How do you make people feel in the workplace? Mm-hmm. This is part of a retention strategy. Mm-hmm. Are you doing things like encouraging people? Are you offering praise? Do you give some feedback? Mm-hmm. Are you providing recognition? Are you giving them opportunities to stretch themselves? And do you actually care about them as a human being? Now, let me get, well, well slow. Oh, oh, no, 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 you're getting Dr. Phil territory now. I know. And you know, here's the deal. If you want the best talent, mm-hmm. you have to be, I'm telling you, you have to be a leader that cares about your staff. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you have to know all about their personal problems. Mm-hmm. That doesn't need to be that you solve their personal problems. Mm-hmm. But you have to care for them as a human being. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, mm-hmm. today's workforce can go find somebody that cares about the community, that mm-hmm. cares about their development, mm-hmm. and it connects the dots. If you if you think that's not your job, then get used to a revolving door at your organization. What do you think about that? Well, let me add on to let me add on to that. Because you just demonstrated passion. I you know, I'm watching you as you're talking about caring for people and you're passionate about this. You also want to connect to their passions. That's right. What do they care about? That's what's right. what's important to them? You know, when when people get on teams, or when you just meet somebody in a networking event or whatever the case is, you you learn things about people. And it's like Oh, you lived in Wisconsin like I did, or oh, whatever, you're from a large family, or whatever it is. You go out of your way to find ways in which you're similar. Yeah. So that is literally the bridge people need to walk across. I mean, that you have to be inquisitive. Oh, and, you, you have know? to be inquisitive. So if, you know, there's some management folks, I mean, I get it, they're not wired that way. That's where we come and help sure. from different tools that we employ. But if you're going to sit in that leader chair, you know, to my earlier point, you have to be able to navigate that space it's not a transactional space and i know we're going to touch preachy and some of you are like oh my gosh guys yeah. <laughs> but it really does this is about engagement and keeping your best retaining your top talent mm-hmm. and people know so you have to be authentic it can't be the fake karen either right so i'm not again they don't have to be your best friends right but you have to really take a sincere interest so here's what i mean they come in for a one-on-one mm-hmm. Sincere interest is coming out from behind the desk and sitting down and having a conversation for 20 minutes about someone's career goals and their planning. Jennifer and I just came back from, uh, we finished up at Carillion. We sat outside for 40 minutes. We did 15 or 20 minutes transactional, but the last 20 minutes was really about what's going right in your career, what's she trying to do, how's mm-hmm. the coaching program going, mm-hmm. and looking eye to eye. No smartphones, there mm-hmm. was no computer. Yeah, it was just an eye to eye conversation. That, to me, is the type of caring. That doesn't mean she has to be my best friend. Sure, and, sure. And all. It was I really cared about her career and gave her really good time, energy, and I listened. Let me say that differently. Please. You were present. Mm. You listened. Yeah. And people can sense if, if there's integrity in the mix. Sure. I mean, if there's any one asset, if you could quantify it, I think, you know, when you get in front of somebody and read their read their body language, Look them in the eyeballs and say, what's going on with this person? Yeah. I mean, the eyes don't lie. So when you look at somebody and, you know, well, we, we everybody here wants to make sure that you succeed. We're invested in your success. <laughs> and, the, and in the back of your mind, you're going, what? Right. What? So, I mean, there's something to that. Now, the reverse is also true. I and mean, if you feel that um, uh, in connection to the integrity, then there's something else. People will walk through a wall for you when you do that. So when the, when it hits the fan, you have to be all hands on deck and you get somebody's discretionary effort. That's when it takes place. That's great, Lee. So uh, we're up against a break here. So when we come back, let's start to dig down in some of our best practices around okay. best ways to reward and recognize employees. All right. So we'll be back in two minutes and we'll give you some of our best tips.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Hey, welcome back to Voltcast. Jeff Smith here today with uh, Lee Huber. Yes, Lee, sir. Thanks for being here with us. Uh, and we've been talking a lot about retention strategies, recognition. And so we're going to get sort of practical now. So some of our best practices around reward and recognition. So what I think is important is that when you're thinking about retention strategies is – Asking the employees where they want, and then trying to put some ways um, on it. It doesn't mean you all have to do the job completely. Some of the best practices I've seen is where there's a group, and they call them different things, like you know, work improvement groups, morale mm-hmm. groups, mm-hmm. Uh, best practices. Mm-hmm. You know, Lee and I've done some together at Acrylia and in other places. You may mm-hmm. have done I'm some. I'm going to talk about that. I'll get there. Yeah, yeah, good. Um, so when you hear this, don't, that doesn't mean that's all you. It is your job to make sure that there's a space where retention can be discussed, and then it's your job to allow time to meet with employees to have conversations. That's your job. Mm-hmm. Others on the team can help implement, brainstorm the ideas, coordinate events, you know, even reach out to the colleges to provide things. But it's your job to allow the discussions to happen. Mm-hmm. Lee, what do you think? Interesting. Oh, let it happen. This is like being on the golf course. Don't overthink it. Don't get too mechanical. Allow it to happen. I can think of a time when I was in Carolina, when I was um, employment manager of a large uh, academic uh, teaching hospital there. Yep. 
some of the recognition program was canned off the shelf. So you put yourself in this employee's shoes for a second. Um, they get an email. At the bottom of the it says, thank you so much for your dedication and your hard work, right? And at the bottom of the email in, you know, hypertext, you know, not even in machine language, in plain old text, it says monetary value zero. <laughs> So, yeah, right. That's what I did. I'm like, really? Thanks for the recognition. So I changed the monetary value zero to $10 million, mm. and I put it in this person's inbox. I love it. So when I got there, I think it was a Monday or a Tuesday, I heard this shriek from a cubicle down the hall, and this person comes running up the hall into my door and says... I'm I'm leaving. I'm giving notice. I'm like, well, why are you doing that? Well, I just got ten million dollars, you know. And she got it. That, and that little thing, if you create sure. creative about, it, made a huge difference yeah. to her because you can't let that slide by. No, I think it's good. So let's just do. Let's make this just back and forth a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, so some of your best ideas, right? So, um, you know, I think that uh, we've got things like lunch with the boss. Lunch with the boss. Is that is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, depends. Uh, yeah, depends on who's looking and what do they think of it, right? Yeah, and I do think it's important on these types of things. When we offer these ideas, make sure your intent's good. Yeah. I have gone, <laughs> I've gone lunch with the boss where it was yes. a so-called reward. Yes. You know, and then it ends up being a grill session, right? And so sometimes, though, I can also tell you that I've I've gone and they really wanted my opinions where it felt like the right thing. Generally speaking, this should be about recognition. And the boss, so if you're the boss and you're taking someone out to lunch, you should know why they were successful yes. and find time in that lunch to highlight that. Bingo. It should be about them, not about how do we clean up the business, what's the opportunities. That can happen in another place. Make this about them and their success. And it has to be absolutely on the positive side of the ledger. It's not, well, you're not screwing up as badly as you did last month. Yeah. Gee, thanks a lot for the for the lunch there. And, it, and there are people that just don't think in those terms. But to your point, it's like I'm going to think about frequency and yeah. quality. Okay. So okay. here's some of the ideas. Lunch with the boss is a good one. Um, another one that I think is really, really uh, underutilized is peer-to-peer recognition. Uh, yeah. Really yeah. encourage that. So if you're on a team and for whatever reason the team needs to deliver and you're in the leader space – Ask people, I, you know, I want you to recognize somebody, somebody who's been helpful to, mm. to you in the past week. And now if you have to squirm and grimace to, and, and to come up with an idea, why is that? Right. Uh, another idea is, and I'll say this is the indoor food truck. <laughs> um, yeah. I can think of a time when uh, I was working at Carillion here in Virginia, and we were having a pretty busy day, and this guy comes down the hall pushing like this cart wearing a Captain Crunch hat made out of paper mache, <laughs> and it was like, you know, can I buy you a soda or do you want a snack? And it was it was the most ridiculous looking thing you've ever seen in your life, and you thought this guy must be really comfortable in his own skin. And then Jeff walked in my door and said, "Can I buy you a soda?" And I just paused for a second after I got done laughing, and I thought, you know what, that completely took the edge off of everything. I, you know, uh, I, I appreciate that, Lee. Uh, you know, it's interesting. I've been gone from uh, Carillion. We do a lot of work with them as a client, and we're very blessed to have them. Uh, Ten years. And I walk in still at that same office, uh, and people still say, hey, do you still do yeah. soda? <laughs> it's been over 10 years. Think about that. You know, and, you know, I didn't do that often. Right. You know, I, I did it probably about twice a month, maybe some th- three times a month, generally on a Thursday or Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. just touching base and saying thank you. And, you know, Lee's repeating it. And, again, I haven't seen some of these people in 10 years. Right, right. I walk in, and they're like, hey, did you bring a soda today? Yeah. <laughs> and 
they come and give me a hug and you know just little things like that think so, about that yeah um you know i think it's um you know, uh, the, my favorite and, and one I've gotten out of the habit of, quite honestly, I need to get back to is just the handwritten note mm-hmm. of, hey, job well done. I, I'll give you another one on handwritten note. Um, in some busy times, uh, we've done this as well. A, a handwritten note to someone's significant other and sent to the house to say, oh, yeah, yeah. we know it's been a crazy time. Mm-hmm. We used to do this a lot uh, in HR when we'd have benefits, open enrollment. It's always a crazy season. Mm-hmm. And so... We would send a gift card like Applebee's or something to say, hey, we really appreciate right, you right. letting us borrow. We'll use Beth in my case. Uh, mm-hmm. my, my wife, Beth, used to run benefits. Mm-hmm. And so we would send a note home and saying, hey, have dinner on us. She's done a fantastic job. Smart. And we've done a lot of hard work and we know it's impacted you guys. But we want to let you know how much we appreciate how great Beth is and letting us borrow her. Mm-hmm. Have dinner on us. Mm-hmm. So it's recognition for Beth. It strikes up a conversation around the family, but it's also they get to go have a dinner. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, you know, you can say, well, we can't afford that. Well, then just send the note. But I will tell you, sending the, that with a dinner, oh, my gosh, people still talk about that kind of stuff. I love it. And that's really, really smart because, remember, your employees, if, unless they're single, aren't functioning in isolation. That's right. They do have family concerns. One of my favorite things has always been the traveling trophy. Traveling trophy. I we, love it. We had the, the thinker. The statue of the thinker. And on that thinker, it was a gold statue. And I actually had a couple of them. Gave them to one of the nurses who was, ah, <laughs> look at this. Uh, he, Jeff has just hauled out the, the award here, the gold statue. <laughs> so I, uh, I gave him to one of my nurses, and she, it was a thinker. And I said, as you finish your undergraduate uh, and go on to your graduate degree in nursing, let this inspire you. Every time you look at it, I want you to think of me, and then I want you to get off your butt and start thinking. Other ways we use it were be to say, okay, who had the best idea this week? Yeah. Because it was about the thinker, right. meaning innovation. Yep. So if the people just sitting there like a bump on a log just wrote, doing their job, that's not, that's not engagement. Yeah, similarly, we had a pinata that we passed. <laughs> yeah, at least still laughing. I had the trophy that I pulled, pulled out of the closet. You know, and there it is. Um, we, we had a rotating pinata, and it was for the uh, best success of the week. And so we filled it up with candy, you know, and the folks that got it, it wasn't about the candy. Mm-hmm. You know, most times they wouldn't even take the candy. It was the pinata say, right. we had the best week. Right. You know, so again, passing around, doing the doing the recognition. Um, another one that we have used a good bit has been um, sort of the the poster board of what was the success, posting it in the cafeteria, and being able to have uh, people come up and talk about it during the lunch break mm-hmm. and say why they got an award. We buy a lunch for them, you mm-hmm. know, but we also put the poster up so they can teach others right. about why they got recognized. Right, right. So, yeah, there's a little sometimes, is this embarrassing? Is it not embarrassing? That's okay. But in general, people love to brag about what they want to do. They get a free lunch out of it. And the rest of the company hears about some innovation or something that's going on. So then what they want is like, well, how do I get a poster board? Oh, well, yeah, why don't you ask them that question? Well, there you go. How do you get your own poster board? Instead of being a poster child, you should get your own poster board. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can see that he's been, uh, you know, yeah. Tim most wanted in the, in the postal it. service or something. That's what it is. I, Continually. I, I wanted. So uh, I'm going to add something to that called misdirection. Mm-hmm. And this is a true story. When I, in my HCA days, I got a really flattering letter about some 
caregiver, service giver who went way above and beyond. And it was tear jerking to read this letter. Now, it was so well done, right? So here it is. I'm HR. It's Friday afternoon, about 2.30. I'm milking this for all it's worth. Sure. I call up the department. I said, everybody down there better be there at 3 o'clock sharp. And this means you. And they're thinking, oh, my gosh, should I bring a box, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's HR. So, yeah, of course, right, Friday afternoon. So I, I gathered everybody in the room, and I said, these two people, they better be there. And now they're all f- flipping out, going, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Is the, is the hammer coming down? And then I read this letter word for word out loud and embarrassed the daylights out of mm-hmm. them. And, you know, we gave them a gift certificate, and I said, thank you, you're exemplary. And the misdirection was this. These people went from this place of abject fear to just admiration Mm. and there's something to that they said you took the time to do this and it wasn't what we thought we're going to say like get rid of the negative anticipation that's great i you know i love that one as well um you know we got this one about time off coupons you know um some of you guys work in big companies some of you in small companies smaller you are the less policies and procedures you have. Mm-hmm. And so, God bless you. And, some, you know? <laughs> and what I'd say about that is give some people some time because maybe you can't afford to give them extra pay, mm-hmm. but you can't control some time. Mm-hmm. And so when someone's done a really good job, let them go. Let them go have some time. To you don't mean let them go. No, no. Mean, but let them participate. Yeah, so be able to say, hey, look, I know how crazy it's been. If there's any way possible on Friday, I don't want to see you pass lunch. Right. Bingo. Go. You know, now here's the thing is – um, we had a boss, uh, Beth and I both had a boss that would do this sometimes and they come like Friday at lunchtime. That's hard because sometimes I, you know, I still got two or three things that I want to do and now right. I've missed my opportunity. Right. But maybe coming on Monday and saying, hey, I've seen how crazy it's been. Mm-hmm. If you can get out of here early on Thursday or Friday, mm-hmm. take one of those half days on us mm-hmm. and hey, thanks for a job well done. And if you can't do it next week, find a way to do it next week and make sure you tell me what you went and did. Yeah, don't don't uh, not use it. Make sure right. you use the time. Yeah. Um, and so that that's one of those that doesn't cost you anything. Um, same boss um, would tell us in December. Hey, we know it was a busy season for us. Um, we were doing a lot of recruiting and crazy things like that. Mm-hmm. He said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a Friday afternoon off and go get your Christmas shopping done. <laughs> you know, and so he came to us right at Thanksgiving and said, I want some Friday in December that you only work a half day. Get all your Christmas shopping done. And they were What a great gift. And they were Christmas shopping on the ninth hole at Our Lady of what golf course? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, it was an example of it was a little bit of our control. Yeah. But I will tell you, I almost always used the first one. So mm-hmm. it wasn't hanging on my head the whole month. Yeah, yeah. And it's amazing how much you can get done and from a one to five. Mm-hmm. Uninterrupted. No one, yeah. uninterrupted. No one else is out there. There, it was a great gift. Let me add on to that thought. You know, we're going to be coming up on a break in a little bit. The, you know, some it just goes back to behind the door and you being inquisitive and tying a lot of these things together. If you know your people, you're going to know things about them. And people, right. people have passions. Some people are uh, animal rescuers. Right. Others are GMU football fans. Uh, that's the national champion Dukes, by the way, for you guys that are uninformed. Right here with JMU Jeff sitting here in front of me. So uh, if you know things about them, allow them to either participate in a community service event yeah, sure. and do it on company time. Right. And let people know that you're doing it. So say you are investing in your community and these folks are still getting paid their wage or whatever, but you are participating with them because you're honoring what's important to them. Good. Well, what's important now is the time for another break. So uh, let's come back in uh, two minutes and we'll come back with our best ideas to wrap the show. (laughs) And there it goes. (laughs) 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset, your home? Is it from a reality show on cable TV, a comparison website, or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Volcast Illuminating Leadership. To reach Jeff Smith or his guest today, please call 1-866-472-5788. Again, that's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jeff at VoltageLeadership.com. Now back to Voltcast Illuminating Leadership. Welcome back to Volcast. We've got uh, Lee Hubert here today with me, Jeff Smith. Yes, and sir. So happy to be with you. We've been kind of moving around, talking about motivation, engaging employees, how to retain them, how to recognize them, and so it's been a kind of a fast-moving, wide-ranging show. I recognize you. Yes, I've been gone on uh, uh, resting and enjoying and creating wonderful memories with my family. Hey, that's probably a good place to jump in. Absolutely. You know, it's uh, I've probably Lee would say I think always done pretty well at the the work-life balance and, and incorporate that into my world Mm -hmm. when someone's gone let them be gone Mm -hmm. so a a great retention strategy is if they're on vacation don't pound them with a bunch of emails don't pound them with all the things that they need they've worked hard for you Mm -hmm. let them get out of the office for that half day for that week or whatever it is Mm -hmm. and do the best you can to not interrupt them and let them enjoy the time away to rest recharge because when they come back They'll come back more committed. Mm-hmm. If they get pinged the whole vacation, mm-hmm. you know, I know we talked about this a few weeks ago on our show, but right. you know, but really having just come back from a vacation, I can't tell you how beneficial it was to know that things were handled for mm-hmm. me and that I wasn't getting this constant pinging. Mm-hmm. And so thank you to our customers too for recognizing, hey, this was kind of a once in a lifetime family right, trip. Absolutely. I appreciate that, yes. I knew that some people needed a couple things and they they appropriately did it. But again, a form of recognition and retention is honoring when people are away. And then when they come back, giving them a moment to catch their breath to get back into the stream. Oh, I hear that. So what you're saying is that while you were away, your email server or your smartphone didn't have a lounge chair next to yours, Mm-mm. which is a good thing. It did not. You know, so uh, Lee, other ideas, you know, so from, from my perspective, you know, I'll give a, a one or two more. And then, you know, once you come back with, sure, with sure. yours, I, I like this idea of... Uh, Maybe it's a work from home day, mm-hmm. you know, so being able to let people catch up and be able to do what they want. When I was writing performance reviews, mm-hmm. the best place for me to write them was for my back porch. Yes. And so 
It was also, though, knowing that I had a boss that trusted me enough to be able to to work the way I want to work Mm -hmm. and not feel like it had to be all FaceTime. Mm -hmm. And so for me to be able to occasionally, you know, come in at 10 o'clock in the morning and get a couple hours at home mm-hmm. and taking a child to school and then knock out some work so that when I, by the time I got into the workplace and got into the stream of all those meetings, mm-hmm. it was great that they trusted me enough. So are you able to sort of say, hey, you know, I trust you. Mm-hmm. You do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I know some people are like, well, that won't work in our environment. I don't know. Maybe you could. I don't know. Could you try? Yeah, I don't know let's that they tried it. it. So yeah, let's try it. Let me add on to that thought. I can name probably a dozen people off the top of my head who work in organizations, um, and they'll they'll swear that you have to be seen to be productive. Yeah. Now this is like a scene out of a bad movie. Mm. So okay, you're gonna I'm gonna go to a some site with a commute. I may or may not be jazzed about being there, and truthfully, I may have a better use of my time someplace else. But so long as I'm being contained or observed, therefore I'm productive, right? Mm-hmm. Which is completely the opposite of what people would would like. So. When we do the exit interviews, or done them over the years, what are the things you hear, right? You hear, um, we didn't feel like we had a voice. Mm. We didn't feel like we were respected. And to your point, we weren't trusted. I mean, give me a break, okay? Uh, you're hiring me. I'm here to do this. I don't think people are, are lazy or bums by nature. And if so, you, you'll know that eventually you manage them out. These people are generally want to do a good job. So if you give them the freedom, Gloria Witt mentioned this on our uh, diversity and inclusion uh, show the other week. So if you give people the freedom to be who they are, watch what happens. Mm. So, you know, some people have quirks in their personality. Some people just, we, we celebrate. <laughs> yeah, we have there. What a lot of laugh that is. But we celebrate the differences. So understand that that one little act of giving somebody some freedom, trusting them that you say, by my act of trusting you, you're going to show up. Huge retention issue. I love it. I love it. You know, and um, to sort of summarize, lots of good ideas here. Um, If you can be giving people regular feedback Mm -hmm. on a consistent basis, you ask for input, that's a retention strategy. Mm-hmm. So don't get hung up that it has to be this perfect retention strategy. Mm-hmm. Ask questions of your workforce. Mm-hmm. Look at what the culture needs for you. Mm-hmm. Empower some people on your team to come back to you with how do we put the retention strategy in place. Have some measurement around is it effectiveness? Is it effective? Or what we're trying to do effective? Seek feedback. If it doesn't work the first time, that doesn't mean that it's it wasn't the right idea. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it may be just the wrong time or mm-hmm. it got busy this week. So go back and make sure that you're asking questions. You try some things. That will work miracles. Give regular feedback, some recognition, and care about your employees. What, do you, what do you got, Lee? Well, I'll, I'll tell you uh, – Here's a a key question all you leaders listening should ask from uh, time to time, either it's either one-on-one mode or around the the team table. And that question is, what should we be doing differently? Mm. And then just be quiet and let people fill in the airspace for you. Because, you know, nobody gets asked that or not nobody, but a lot of times people don't get asked that question. People don't want to hear that there's an issue. Remember just a moment ago before the break, we talked about the iceberg of ignorance. Sure. So if your culture is one where you want to be on the very tip of the iceberg and you're floating along, bobbing uh, on the ocean, everything's, you know, 
know, happy. You have no idea what's taking place below the water line, and you, you're going to start, uh, you know, leaking water. Your hull's going to be popping. Guess what? People, after a certain point, get weary of not being heard. Mm. So if you tell me, hey, what should we be doing differently? You should listen to it. Yeah. And then better still, in the times I've actually done this with teams, I can think of a nuclear med team I did this with, I'll come back to them and say, have you noticed anything different? Because I picked off their dissatisfiers, right. a.k.a. I gave them a reason to stay. I re-recruited them. That's right. That was right where I was going uh, before I summarized the show was the re-recruiting. Mm-hmm. You know, we work so hard to get people in, mm-hmm. and we work so yeah. hard to get a superstar in, and then we ignore them. <laughs> yeah. That's a retention strategy. Yeah, For not, a lot of organizations, that is their retention strategy. Yeah, the retention is uh, they're going to go re- get retained by the next company. Yeah, I'm going to retain you. And so, you know, uh, just take time with superstar. And go have a conversation today. Go mm-hmm. do a little bit of recognition. Mm-hmm. Hey, thanking them for a job well done. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one, one of the things I suggest to a lot of my clients is just keep a keep a thing in your uh, desk where you've got things like there's a few gift certificates. There's uh, the ability to write a handwritten note. Mm-hmm. Um, have it available at your desk so when, when you see it, there's no barrier to get in the way. Mm-hmm. Just have it at the desk. Go get it done and stop and thank them. I'm going to add one thought onto this, and you are particularly good at this. Do you know their birthday? Yeah. I mean, a simple little thing like that. Yeah. Nobody, you know, and some people don't want you to recognize their birthday because, you know, they're perpetually 29 years old. Okay, I get sure. that. However, those are the kind of things that bond people, okay? You're a little work family. You know things about each other. Yeah. And the more commonality people feel that, to my earlier point, um, you know, that's more than just lip service. Lee, it's been awesome to be back with you here. Yes, sir. Even he slammed the door and left four times today. Don't leave yet. There's one more. You okay. know, we got we got to get there about to go. I realized what I was saying. So thanks Give me for, three steps. Give me three steps. That's right. So thanks for being here. Um, each and every week, we really appreciate it. Next week on the show, we ha- we're going to have Tiffany Quivers on the show. Mm-hmm. Tiffany and I uh, worked together back in the day. So we're going to be sharing some uh, lessons for leaders to be able to say, you know, how do I go about giving the feedback? How do I deal with the high potentials? Um, how do I really keep them in check? Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll just share some stories from the past. Uh, upcoming in a few weeks, we'll have Joanne Losey on talking about succession planning. And we're going to have Alan Schlechter and Dan Lerner in. They wrote the book You Thrive. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. um, ways that uh, people can thrive in their daily lives mm-hmm. and do it with purpose mm-hmm. and meaning. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to have them on the show. So, awesome. so it'll be great. Um, again, if you're looking for information about us, go to VoltageLeadership.com. You can also find uh, the book that John Hagmeyer and I wrote together mm-hmm. with, with Bill Long. Mm-hmm. Um that information is out there. If you, you know, if you need something during the week, please sign up for our blog. It's a nice little reminder of mm-hmm. suggestions. Comes in sort of bite-sized pieces for you to, mm-hmm. to have a chance to 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 learn. If you're trying to reach Lee, get him at Lee at VoltageLeadership.com. If you need a speaker, facilitator, he's fantastic. And if you're just looking for us to, to help you, we'd love to do it. You can find us on Facebook at Voltage Leadership or again at VoltageLeadership.com. Thanks for joining us each and every week. Lee, it's been a joy to be with you again. All right, I'll see you all next week. So Lee's gone. He, he's used up all this stuff, and we appreciate all that you uh, reach out to us. Create a great week, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to VoltCast, illuminating leadership. Please join your host, Jeff Smith, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll discuss another engaging topic next week.